0: Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 should we start with that or should we go with <laughs> I got my mind beat up no, and, and I, I can't, can't let, let go. go That I was got... absolutely oh. I don't even know Alright, this is Rossian Wrestling It is the official Wrestlemania 35 r- r- reaction review It is 2.32am Eastern Standard Time And man, what a day what a long day. It's Jason Rossi, at Jason D. Rossi. You can follow me uh, on Twitter. With me today is not my tag team partner in the podcast fair. It's my tag team partner in life, the Mrs. Rossi to the Rossi on wrestling, the uh, Elizabeth to my macho man, Ooh. the not... Uh I'm trying to think of people that have gotten divorced in wrestling to that. Oh, oh I don't
1: know of any divorces.
0: Oh, there's plenty of divorces. Oh, out there. okay. There, messy messy. Oh, the, the,
1: not my Tory
0: Wilson to my Billy Kidman. Oh. Uh, but
1: she talked very highly of him at the did. Hall of Fame, which she was sure very did. classy. She sure
0: did. Oh. Uh, that's <laughs> what we're here for. That is uh Din here with me, and uh we are here to talk about WrestleMania 35. This will be a short recap, especially after seven and a half hours of pro wrestling and uh, a lot of highs not too many lows overall good card Mm. i just think it's it's good it's tough right now to talk about it just because you we lived it (laughs) and for anybody that's never experienced a wrestlemania it's tough it's really fun
1: it is a blast it is just really long it just doesn't need to be that full of a card
0: yeah 16 matches were on this card Four pre shows, so you end up having 12 main card matches. That's a lot. Like, mm-hmm. in some of these matches, uh, we, we, we'll run through them. There's ups, there's downs, there's things we just can't see because with that long a time, you're not sitting there. There hasn't been a movie you go to, but uh, we'll, we'll start on the positives. Let's just jump into the first WrestleMania in history that all of the baby faces that you wanted to go over went over. We started off the night with Alexa Bliss doing a Thanos snap instead of uh half of the population being you know destroyed it was Hulk Hogan returning to WrestleMania for oh. the first time in 5 years cool moment i think hulk hogan's kind of lost a little bit of his luster over the last uh you know few years with the Gawker situation to the Raceless Rants and you know not to get into that but I think it doesn't still have that same vibe that it used to. I think if she snapped her fingers in a Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock were to come out that's a whole different. That
1: way. would have been awesome.
0: Yeah I just think don't get me wrong it was really cool to see Hulk great for Alexa Bliss to get a moment with, with, in her current state of I don't know mid potential wrestler non-wrestler uh, so we started off there when it came to the main show and then we got right into Paul Heyman gunning right through both of them. It started off hot bro basically saying if we're not going on last, we're getting this thing done right now because we have to get on a flight to Las Vegas and we have an ultimate like opportunity or something like that. Basically alluding to MMA future for Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar comes out to defend his Universal Championship against Seth Rollins. The crowd was, well, you know, pun intended, on fire for <laughs> Seth Rollins. Awesome entrance. Really cool. Uh, the crowd loved Seth Rollins tonight, and he got his butt whooped before the match even started. His back—oh yeah—he was so
1: red, so bloody.
0: Yeah, he was bleeding, bruised. Brock Lesnar F5 slamming him all around the arena. The official match didn't start yet because Brock Lesnar matches, we know, can only go about five minutes. So eventually, the bell does ring. Uh, Brock. You know, gets the upper hand on Seth until Seth pushes him into the ref with the worst ref bump in WrestleMania history, and then he low blows Brock Lesnar three curb stomps. The only disappointment I have with this, he never got to the point where we got to do like the legs, like the tune up where we could go burn it down, oh. burn like we really wanted it to happen. But yeah, three. Curb stomps, and Seth Rollins is your new universal champion. And the crowd was hot for it. It was a great way to start the night. He eventually got to the point where he spun the the title over his head, which I love that. That looked so cool. Yeah, he the imagery of Seth Rollins with this title was great. Obviously still, like, low-blowing, all that. There's a story to be told if they want to go back to it, Brock Lesnar. There's no more automatic rematches, but if they want to do a Seth Rollins-Brock Lesnar match on the road, I'd be down to see it again. Hmm. And it's going to be interesting to see where they go with Brock Lesnar from here and Seth Rollins now a babyface champion. It's the first time the Universal Champion's been back on Raw since you know previous to Roman Reigns when he eventually won it at SummerSlam last year before he had to give it up after his bout with leukemia. So interesting way there. Just to quickly recap the pre-show, some of this we didn't see. I'm not even going to pretend we didn't see Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy. We no, weren't in there. we weren't in there for that. We were still on the train getting over. We did see Carmella win the um, women's battle royal. Was, that was
1: interesting. I wasn't expecting that. I wanted uh Sonia Deville. Deville.
0: Yes. We we thought Sonia Deville. I even thought Sarah Logan if she were to win that it would have been nice to see her get like a little bit of a boost, maybe give the Riot Squad a little something, but give it to Carmella uh another Boston win. A lot of Boston wins in this night. Carmella has some roots here in Boston. Then there was Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder winning the WWE Raw Smack, uh, Smack yeah, Raw SmackDown Raw tag team titles over the Revival. Weird here personally. Uh, good for those guys, but The match just didn't have any juice. There was no real reason for this match to happen. But, hey, good moment for them.
1: Was this added at the end This was added two days ago, yeah.
0: yeah. This wasn't, we Mm -hmm. didn't know this was happening weeks in advance. No storyline. And then Braun Strowman won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Cool, funny stuff with Colin Jones, Michael Shea, but Mm. I really was looking for Luke Harper there. I saw him in there, and I think the crowd really liked him a lot in there as well, and we didn't get that either. So then going on further with the card, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, the most distracting match of the night because in the crowd being there, all the fans wanted was for lights to shut off. They were it just was chanting.
1: ridiculous,
0: and we had this one dweeb in our section. We had pretty good seats. If you want to see kind of the area we were in, you can go. You can follow me on Twitter at Jason D Rossi. Um, but there was this one kid behind us who was like, "Shut the lights." We we could see fine. We could see <laughs> absolutely fine.
1: They just wanted something to complain about. Yes,
0: and wrestling fans. And trust me, I do a lot of complaining, even though I'm pretty much a positive wrestling fan. They were all because on NXT, quick fast rewind. If you watch NXT TakeOver, which was an awesome show, during War Raiders versus Ricochet and Alistair Black, there was one section of the crowd that there was a light on them. So they were all chanting, shut the light, mm-hmm. shut that light. And they eventually shut the light and they went crazy and everyone was enjoying it. So you might hear some crazy cheering during the middle of that match. Um, but now during AJ versus. Uh, Randy Orton the whole crowd is like shut that light shut that light so if you go around the arena there was red lights and yellow lights kind of the colors of the logo they shut off the yellow lights eventually people were really happy but the whole match was distracted by that and I really think looking at it AJ and Randy Orton put on a great match
1: they did those
0: guys can go out and get it now they didn't go to that next level I think it was still a step behind where I really wanted that match to be but AJ Styles got the big win over Randy Orton which I didn't actually see coming but I did uh, I did enjoy it I thought the end was nice because you know, Randy kind of pulled AJ off the ropes, This bar hit him with a RKO quote-unquote out of nowhere this past uh, week on SmackDown and kind of went back to the well when he was going for the uh, uh, Phenomenal Forearm. So this time AJ reversed it, hit the Phenomenal Forearm, got the win. Great move was the Phenomenal Forearm from the inside of the ring to the outside when he mm. jumped on him to the outside. Uh, then we got the four-way for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. And guess what? We didn't see this match either. No, we, we needed a break.
1: We were eating some delicious tacos. We were. At this we,
0: moment. We were eating tacos. So the Usos retained their titles over Alistair Black, Ricochet, Rusev, Shinsuke Nakamura, and The Bar. And then you had Shane McMahon versus The Miz. And another match we watched kind of on the network in the back. Not going to lie. Like, we're not going to pretend here. People, you can judge me all you want. I spent thousands of dollars. It, it was a long night. We knew it was ahead of us. We also ran into some people in the back. Also, the guy who played the therapist in the Braun Strowman uh, battle royal scene, if you saw that with Colin Jones, I saw him in the back. I ought to talk to him for a few minutes. Seems like a nice guy, probably just a local wrestler or a, a backstage hand that can wrestle, take bumps. So Shane McMahon actually defeated The Miz in a weird booking decision, but a cool way it ended with that. Um, on the scaffolding suplex,
1: how oh, they both they both fell. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah.
0: That, it was good to see the Miz do that. I, I I still have issues with the Miz being this like lovable babyface and him like wanting to be a lovable babyface because he's so good at being a heel. Um, you know, even mucking it up during the Hall of Fame, like mm-hmm. loving being a babyface. But yeah, but Shane McMahon gets a win, so I'm afraid that that means we're gonna see more of this. Ugh, mm. I don't know. And then here, another match that just didn't seem to get the crowd's love, even though I thought they did a good job, was the Iconics becoming the new WWE Women's Tag Team Championship when they defeated mm. uh, the Boston Hug Connection, Nia Jax, Tamina, as well as um, the Divas of Doom. That's the yeah, name of their team.
1: I, I th- This is the first time I'm seeing yeah, that. Beth and Phoenix. Divas seems weird. Yeah,
0: I, I'm going to just... Pretend like I didn't see that. We'll call it Hart Foundation Juana's. But I thought it was a really cool moment when natalia and Beth Phoenix came out wearing the Heart Foundation gear. Bret Hart came out on the stage for a second time after the Hall of Fame induction, and, was cool. and brought them out, and it was really cool because obviously the fans, after seeing what happened to Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame, people love him. They always have loved him. His attitude sometimes sucks. Uh, he's my favorite wrestler of all time. But even I can admit that he he's sometimes is stubborn he's bastard. Very stoic. He is. But Very through, stoic. And he's been through a hell of a lot behind the scenes, not just Montreal Screwjobs. I'm talking about strokes. We're talking cancer. We're yeah. talking all this stuff. And even this weekend, what a trooper. Amazing job by Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame uh, to just come up, recover, and no big deal. And uh, shout out to uh, Travis Brown, um, Dash Wilder, who just crushed that guy. They just killed him almost. And Davy Boyd Boy Jr. Smith there. Um, what a long name. Hey, that's what <laughs> British Bulldogs on But anyways, the Iconics <laughs> get the win here. I thought the match actually ended up being pretty good. I thought there were some moments in there. Nia and Tamina kind of got lost in the shuffle, but... Just the end of the match was great. You had good tag work by uh, the Iconics. Billy Kay doing the blind tag to Beth Phoenix when she hit her finisher off the top on Bailey, and she ran in, took them out, got the win for the Iconics. Crowd loved it. A big international crowd having the two Aussies get the W there. Then we moved into I think the 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 heartbeat of the mm. of the night. You had Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan going for the WWE Championship, and this match right here was great from start to finish. Daniel Bryan, I can't boo him. You know, I said Bret Hart's my favorite wrestler of all time. Daniel Bryan's probably number two. Uh, just one of those guys that just, you watch him and you love him. Like, he just, he, you can just tell he loves what he does. And he, this guy fought back. And I don't have to tell the story anymore. But this match was just great. And they were really good together. Yeah, it's the first time they ever had, like, we've seen them in these kind of long elimination chamber or gauntlet matches, but just one-on-one is the first time we saw them. Yep. Yeah. And I thought they, yeah, you're right. They they just had great chemistry in the ring. I thought again, this is one of those matches that ended a little bit odd, but I thought overall I loved the you know the outside stuff with Xavier Woods and Big E, even Rowan. But I loved how Xavier Woods and Big E kept getting the crowd into it. It's it's almost like the lost art of managers.
1: Mm, oh. Like
0: we need people on yeah. the side, like even what Lana Hype did. Men. Yes, and, La- and women. Yeah, absolutely. Like what Lana was for Rusev. Like on the outside when she was saying Rusev crush, like that stuff gets yeah. the crowd into it again because sometimes when It's just guys in the ring when you have six hours of it. Like, you need that. And having Big E and Kofi, like, smashing the side and, like, Mm -hmm. getting the New Day Rocks chants and all that. Like, it was great. It kept the crowd in it.
1: Well, because sometimes the matches get quiet. Yes. You know, and then you just, you'll hear, like, you know, a body getting thrown down. You know, that'll sort of shake things up a little bit. But I agree. Hearing that, like, pounding... And in yelling and, yeah. and passion was really important. And that's the thing, like
0: as a unit, we need more factions. We need more units. We need more. We need more of this established like units because that's what made this even more special. Kofi Kingston did it. He defeated Daniel Bryan clean in the ring after a Trouble in Paradise. Have some great back and forth action between the two. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the bell hit, or the 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 refs hit three. Hit three. Xavier Woods ran into the ring and just tackled him. Kofi Kingston's eyes almost bugged out of his head, almost hit it was like 3D from our section. Mm-hmm. We could almost see his eyes come out. Biggie, they all get in there, and Kofi Kingston has become not only the first black or African American WWE champion, the first in 2019. It's taken all this wow. time, but he's also the first Grand Slam African American or black WWE champion. So he's won every belt eligible wow. in WWE. It is amazing stuff that has happened. This story has just done so well and also we found out that Kofi Kingston hates the planet
1: because <laughs> he took, they took that, that oh, yeah. the, the, hemp the hemp belt the hemp and they belt. freaking
0: tossed that thing and they got right back to the leather strap but it, it was a great visual you and that to belt see that. looked nice oh it was good to see the old belt I love what Daniel Bryan's done great heel I think he's going to get this belt back I wouldn't be surprised at all the last few months or maybe they stretch his storyline to keep going back and forth it, it, there's so many layers to it I just thought it was great for Kofi the crowd absolutely adored him
1: and In- you know, I don't know what are they gonna do with Big E and Xavier Woods. Well, like, what's kind of gonna come of that?
0: I think that's the interesting part. Huh. I, I hope they keep them together. Everybody always wants to break up storylines. I don't mm. want to break up storyline. I want this to just keep smoothly going along. They support each other. They help each other when they can. And wins and losses, like that's that's what in real life. Like when you're friends, sometimes your some of your friends are more successful than you, and you may work at the same place. That doesn't mean you're gonna turn your back on them, hit them with a steel chair. Like we don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think we, this group needs that type of moment. If anything, they want to eventually split off. That's fine. but I don't want it to see like a a backstab I don't think that's what this needs I would actually like to see maybe somewhere up down the line like a three way between the three of them for the title but not in like a hateful way but in a competitive way got it yeah like
1: building each other uh, up and and
0: challenging each other like you guys helped me get this belt now I'm gonna defend it against you guys and may the best man win Mm. just good compelling stuff like that Uh, I did want to quickly now say like some of the notes I know are in my head from this the set at Wrestlemania this year Mm. was bland it was. It was as vanilla. It was as white toast. There was no... You, we could have been in New York. We could have been in Saudi Arabia. Nothing we stood could have been, out. Yeah. It was just didn't feel like New York.
1: I mean, the I know it's a New uh, in Jersey. the logo, the Statue of Liberty was... You know, the crown was in the logo, but that didn't even stand out.
0: Nope. It, it just... It was really really disappointing this year to see like the sets have been so good over the past few years like the Wrestlemania in Dallas they had the big star in um Orlando they had the best one the the globe with the roller coaster look that was so cool this year we had I mean even last year they had like the the masquerade like mask Mm mhm for New Orleans and this year it's just like a big screen I'm sure it looked great on TV and we'll watch it I'll watch it back on the app but like it just I don't know that that was just a little disappointing obviously the fireworks the, sh- the pageantry all that was there but that just when I walked in I saw that that was kind of like Ugh, give me something a little something hmm. and then we got um, after the Kofi Kingston's big win it was this is where the, the event hit a real issue so this kind of was three chapters mm-hmm. I, I think I tweeted that out you know, you had the early stages where like right off the bat with the Alexa Bliss, the Hogan, Seth Rollins, AJ, uh, Randy, and then you got the second chapter, really, where you got Kofi Kingston's win, and then the third chapter will be your main event. But you have to remember a lot of time passes throughout these chapters, and you got Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. It was a match I completely forgot about at this point. <laughs> yeah. And it clocked in at one minute, and I'm so thankful. And Rey Mysterio got his moves in. Ramsey got a 619 got to do it himself and then Joe choked him out and it was great and the crowd loved him and Joe looked like a vicious vicious mean heel mm. i want him it would be great to see him maybe in Kofi wherever they're going to go like it's time to elevate Joe a little bit like he i think with the superstar shakeup that looks like it's coming up like we're going to Hopefully get Joe maybe to go over to Raw and be be a part of, like, the big boy club there. Uh, and then we had the return of Roman Reigns to WrestleMania, um, even though he was there last year. And at this point, I'm not going to lie, th- I predicted this would be the first match on the card. I still think they made a mistake, and it should have been. But the thing that kills me about this match is I was like, you guys are putting this guy in the worst spot. He when they showed after Drew had a really cool entrance with the bagpipes and the drums. Yeah. They showed Roman Reigns' logo before he came out, and the crowd started booing. And no, it wasn't. I'm sure on TV you probably couldn't hear it, but like when you're in the audience, there was some loud
1: like boo, because uh, Roman Reigns and everybody got up. Oh well, yeah. I mean, and granted, we break. were in an aisle, so the whole night oh, we're was up and down. okay. You're up and down the entire night, which yeah, was, was something gonna be that, really good. that I yeah. needed to get into, but yeah. but everybody, it was a mass exodus. Yeah, this was definitely
0: a break match for a lot of people because it just was in a bad spot. This is where there's too many matches. and You know, this thing, I, I don't know the official end time, but it was 1230 when I saw, like, it was over and that's when I realized that you need to take at least an hour and a half out and we'll get to it in the main event. Uh, why I think especially they, WWE may have dropped the ball with a few things and, and they're doing potentially a little bit of disjustice to their fans but Roman Reigns comes back, gets the win over Drew McIntyre. Then we get Triple H and Batista, the longest match on the card again. Triple H continues to have the longest match on the card. My Billy Dio always says is that we don't need any more Triple H, and honestly, he's right at this Why point.
1: Why does he have the longest match?
0: Well, it was honestly by seconds over Kofi, oh, and, okay. uh, but still, it's still the longest. It's over a little over a minute longer, or a little under a minute. Like oh, actually, a minute, like just about. So, anyways, uh, official match time of this was just about twenty four forty five, but. Triple H and B- beats Batista. Long story short, the Ric Flair moment was great, but the crowd—you cannot have those plodding long. Like I hate to say this, and, and and it feels terrible to say it. Like Triple H, I bet you that match was really good. If you were to put it any other night, like it was fun, big moves. It was a little weird because they started off doing the vicious stuff when he pulled the nose well, ring, like
1: the the torturous stuff yeah. with like the pliers, and and he obviously did not. I'm sorry, actually pull out his nose ring and no, it was real. Oh, okay. I don't know. I was yeah. like, come on. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I felt, I, I didn't enjoy it, that part, Yeah, well, especially that part. But the thing is, like, he's pulling
0: nose rings out. He's, pl- like, tying his fingers to it. He's and putting his-
1: chairs, like, like over his neck. Yeah, he's trying and, to kill him. And he really is <laughs> trying, trying to kill, kill
0: this And guy. then two minutes later, they're doing, like, arm bars and, like, grapples <laughs> and suplex. I'm like, that that doesn't really make sense. But then they did some crazy big moves with, you know, the tables, all that. Entrance was okay. That was kind of um, cool. It was different. It's always some weird cars. Yeah. I thought the Batista one was kind of cool with him. Like, that VIP entrance. So would have preferred the Thanos thing if Triple H were to do anything like Thanos.
1: I feel like all of the other Triple H entrances I've seen w- were far surpassed this one. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I wasn't was impressed.
0: Well, overall, I think that's what it comes to with Triple H at WrestleMania. It's like if unless he's going to be going against like up and comers, like we don't like last year was great. He was in the ring with Stephanie, Kurt, and Ronda. That was oh, a good I squad for Oh, that. The year before that, Seth Rollins. The year before that was the Roman Reigns one, like for better force. Like that, those are positions. This was just bizarre. Um, I, I don't know. Didn't like it, but Triple H gets the win over Batista, and I think that's we'll be seeing you, Batista. And I don't even think you'll be remembered. Like, this match, I don't think will be remembered. Mm. Cool Ric Flair moment, but aside from that, I don't think he'll be remembered. Then you got Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle in his final career match. Thought they actually put off a pretty good match. Didn't see that coming. Kurt Angle pulled out all the stops, the moonsault, everything. Baron Corbin did go over, which they made it seem like the crowd was super shocked, but, like... Kurt Angle's last match, you don't win those matches I think, that's why I really thought they were going to do something Where this wouldn't be his last match, you'd get him later And we'll get into John Cena in just a second But I thought It was good, good for Baron Corbin, getting the win Clean Uh, You know, we'll see, it's kind of like now we'll see Where he's at, what kind of pressure they're going to put on Baron Corbin now to like capitalize on this
1: Right. you don't just
0: beat the guy like a guy like Kurt Angle and like you have to make this mean something mm-hmm. so I think it's gonna be very interesting where they go from here and uh, before this actually happened we had the Elias music uh, situation oh, right where Elias came out and they showed Babe Ruth all this weird stuff um, but John Cena then interrupts him but not John Cena John- like not current day you can't see me John Cena it was uh, you know the master of thugonomics John Cena. From that was a real throwback. That
1: was a whole new experience for me. Yeah, he, I, I I'm familiar with the rap and like that theme, but I've never seen him like that. Yeah, that really. was really.
0: It was really cool. It shows how smart John Cena is, or whoever you know, you know, however they came up with this because that's a John Cena that would get that kind of reaction from people. Like the crowd was into it. There was they not a it. John who you know no Cena sucks chance. It yeah. was like. Really cool, Mm -hmm. self-deprecating, like, digging remarks, vicious, you know, bringing back, not talking about the AA, talking about the FU. Kind of a bummer for Elias just to, you know, again, kind of get squashed. But he's in these major moments, and that's who Elias is right now. And that's, you know, you couldn't be in a better spot. Would you rather be there in the Andre the Vagina Memorial Battle Royal and getting tossed out by Colin Jost? (sighs)
1: So
0: he was in a marquee moment in probably the biggest moment, we'll call it, well, non-wrestling moment of the night. And I thought John Cena was cool. Good for him. Good for him to be smart and come back and do that. Even though wearing Yankees apparel as a Boston guy. Come on, man. Yeah, that was... And it's like, that was actually the most New York thing of the night. Yeah. That was the only time I actually remember (laughs) we were in New York. Or New Jersey. Wherever the hell we were. So that was kind of cool. And then you had Finn Balor in the co-main event, which actually was a cool spot for this match. You had Finn Balor as the Demon, taking on Bobby Lashley. And not an official squash, but again, nice, shorter matches. Some of these matches, good. Shorter matches, But uh, Finn Balor recaptures the Intercontinental Championship. And I don't know why he won it months ago if this was where they were going to go anyways. But nonetheless, he's a two-time Intercontinental Champion. And then we get into the main event. This is Becky Lynch going up against Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair, winner take all. And this match started at about midnight. Cool thing um, with Charlotte Flair coming in on the chopper. Mm. I think that was supposed to be a throwback to when Ric Flair, I think this might have been at Wrigley Field or... Might also been in New York, maybe where the Mets play played back in the day. But one time, Ric Flair came in on a helicopter.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Like, and he landed right in the middle of uh, the baseball field. Uh, this one, she landed outside. And um, then you got Joan Jett, the performance, her coming out. That was really cool. That was great. I thought Joan Jett was excellent. She sounded really good. She sounded good. She looked good. I thought the crowd was really into that. Then Rhonda comes out with, you know, people not really feeling Rhonda. Or she's a, a bad guy, whatever you want to call it.
1: That walk. Oh, uh, she just comes down. She's <laughs> no, still in Hold, the down. Hold in a fart. Hold in a fart. That's what she looks like. But her makeup not black swan esque. Yeah, which it, it like, has been time after time after time. So she looked good. I thought she looked fit. She looked pretty. Yeah, she, so I gotta give her some credit
0: there. I thought it was yeah, no, no over to the top look. Wasn't trying to be something else. It was really I thought that was like a true badass look.
1: Definitely. And then
0: next came out Charlotte, you know, with her kind of, you know, big peacock and jacket. Purple and blue. Yeah. She she always looks good. She looked good. She looked ready for the big fight. Then we had Becky Lynch in the
1: oddest wrestling attire.
0: That whole Kill Bill Oh, look. it
1: was like a little track suit, you yeah, said. The yeah, the top was a
0: tracksuit, then the shorts, whatever. This is just nitpicking. I thought mm-hmm. she looked good, too. She had you know, the big hair, kind of crazy eye, makeup look. So I thought she looked good. And then the match kind of started, and this was one of those things that, again, this thing started at midnight. <laughs> that means, th- here's the disjustice that they did. This is supposed to be this marquee moment. You have little girls around the world. You're talking about, finally, women in main event. You did the Evolution pay-per-view last year, which was nice, but you have... All the things you, you finally have this moment where you're trying to get all the, the world to talk about how you put women in the main event and you do it at midnight where none of them can watch it. We complain about like World Series here in the United States or the NBA Finals starting at nine or eight or the NHL, you know, Stanley Cup starting at nine or eight. For your main event to go on at midnight is a joke. It is an absolute joke, travesty, everything. All your morning shows, all the stuff that you want, these buzzing things that people are going to wake up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to be able to sleep. Right now we're getting close to 3 o'clock in the goddamn morning <laughs> and we're talking about this. These morning show people are prepping right now. They didn't get to watch it. Little girls that are you know want to see it, they're going to have to wake up this morning and watch it. Like right. It is a joke, a disservice, so much. You need to cut this card an hour and a half. Enough is enough. There is no there is way too much of something good. Mm-hmm. Every movie you see is the most you'll see is three hours, three hours plus. This thing should be done. These women should have been hitting the ring at 10 30. And you know what? Even that's late. Right. They need to move this whole thing up. The Super Bowl starts at six o'clock for a reason. Because they know by ten o'clock it's over. Right. Ten o'clock. You know what, WrestleMania? Pick make up your goddamn mind. If you want to be having matches at midnight, move this crap to Saturday. Like, it really, you need to make a major change because this is
1: going to eventually backfire. It- they know that they have to make a change. I mean, if they are putting this all together and they're saying, okay, we're going to have a match that's a minute. We're going to have a match that's two minutes. Like, okay, maybe they're being strategic about saying, look, we just need to have some quick matches in there. But I think that they're just throwing them in. To, to appease or satisfy something or, I don't know, maybe not say no to somebody, leave somebody out. I have no idea. But I think they realize, like, st- qu it, well, it needs to be quality versus quantity.
0: Yeah, and right now it's quantity. It, it really is, is. quantity. Like, if you really were to look at this card and you were to take out the Triple H Batista, that's probably almost 40 minutes of time you're getting back from the package to the entrances. And I'm not trying to crap on Batista versus Triple H, but I'm just using that as an example. You take 40 minutes out of that card, then we're talking, all right, it's getting closer to towards midnight when this whole thing's done, not... when people are trying to leave. But I'm telling you, this was them trying to be like, we are doing it. Women are finally main eventing. On a Sunday night... Where there's not a holiday tomorrow. They, it's a. am telling you, it's the biggest disservice they're doing. And they're doing it really to themselves, not only just their fans. But these long nights, it, you cannot expect that crowd to be as hot as they were. If you listen to the Kofi Kingston reaction then you listen to Becky reaction, it is night and day. It was still loud for Becky. The crowd did everything they could, but you didn't feel the same way. Right? Did you feel the same way around that time? Absolutely not.
1: No, it... it, it I know, and, and I feel terrible to, to admit that I even dozed off a little bit during Becky, Rhonda, and, and Charlotte. And that's a little embarrassing for me. I mean, everyone knows I, I sleep a lot, but I was really wanted, I wanted to give this whole event all of me. And it just I I tried so hard to fight it at the end, but I fell asleep a little bit.
0: Yeah, and, and you know what? Obviously I get mad at you anytime you fall asleep. Well but I know. That that is but that's what this event did. You cannot do this to your fans. You cannot do this to your superstars, and you cannot do it to like the audience. Like the, the people like like when we always talk about this sometimes, like what are some of the best matches to go back to and watch? It's always the crowd being so into it. Like, if this thing is a three hour event, could you imagine? Could you imagine how this would be? And sometimes I get you want to make these big marquee moments. Well, guess what? Take Joe, take Rey here, out of there. Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, out of there. Triple H, Batista, out of there. Baron Corbin, oh, leave that one. And maybe even Shane and Miz. Now I know I'm taking some, or the Usos, the tag. Take some of these things out of it. I'm sorry if if, if this isn't a perfect world. Not everybody gets their screen time. It's WrestleMania. It, you you have way too many superstars, anyways. Or how about this? Start this thing, the pre-show at 12 noon. Mm. Oh, it sounds crazy, but you have your own network. 12 noon. Do a bunch of early, like, you know, talking, having people come in, and then do maybe periodic matches here and there once a the crowd lets in it. You know, four or whatever. Like, not everybody needs to be there in front of the big crowd. I'm sorry. I know that sounds terrible, but like, you gotta figure this out. You got to figure this out. Or just move this thing to Saturday, do the Hall of Fame on Sunday night, something. Because this is truly, truly a disservice. I'm telling you to them, to the wrestlers, everybody, especially going back to these three. They put their bodies on line. You could tell they realized this was a moment. Ronda Rousey looked like she died about three times in this match. She was tossed oh, out of the ring on her head, like a rag doll. And she, she, they did everything they could. The table spot was a little weird. The ending was bizarre. I can't really tell exactly what happened. Didn't this match didn't have that final crux where I thought like, oh no ronda's really gonna win oh no charlotte's really gonna win becky ended up getting you know uh almost like a side slide pin on ronda rousey for the three so ronda officially has been pinned now and lost in wwe and becky lynch is now your wwe raw and smackdown women's champion which is great so you had kofi go over seth Rollins go over and becky closed the night a finally a happy finish fans went home
1: happy They definitely I did a lot did. of
0: bitching and complaining right there for a minute, but the crowd was happy. But this, I'm telling you, if this happened an hour and a half earlier in the night, and I don't mean card-wise, you just <laughs> cut some of that stuff out... This is one of the best WrestleManias of all time. We have people in the train telling us this is one of the best WrestleManias. I don't think any of these long WrestleManias will ever be the best because when I think you're the best, it's replayable, it's replayability, rewatchability. This does not have that. Some of the best albums of all time. You know what you do? You put you put the album in, the CD in, the record on, and you let that baby, that yeah. puppy play. Yeah. You don't say, oh, skip around to this track, this track. No, that's what you would have to do here for this to be. Well, considered I was going to the say best,
1: there were a few matches I would love to watch again.
0: But, what do you think? but if you look at these matches, well, the Kofi.
1: All right, Kofi. Yeah. What other match? Uh, I, definitely Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte. Yeah. Just because of like I told you, I I fell asleep there, and I need to give that more of my time. Um, those two. And oh well, Seth Rollins definitely. Yeah. So Definitely.
0: I'd, be, I'd go back and maybe see Miz and Shane again just because they did a lot of crazy stuff, but I, I don't know. Again, at the same time. Like Triple H but he said I'm gonna watch again, but I don't know if I'm recommending that. Roman Reigns Drew, I'm not recommending that. Like Kurt Angle, aside from the fact that it was his last match, he got to do that nice speech at the end. Maybe I, I'd go back and see Elias and
1: John Cena. And maybe AJ Styles and Randy Orton just yes. because of the distraction that yeah. we faced. So we could, you know, rewatch that. Yeah, absolutely, and I don't know. It's just a good card it. It,
0: again. Momentous night here. The baby face is going over. The crowd seeming to get what they actually want. I've been to. We've been now to four WrestleManias. We've ended on two Roman Reigns victories and then a Brock Lesnar victory over Roman Reigns. And none of those main events that the crowd was booing, unhappy with from the get. Especially that Undertaker one with like this is the main event. Oh, this is the end of Undertaker. And then oh, it wasn't the end of The Undertaker. And speaking of the Undertaker, first time since two thousand that the Undertaker has not appeared on WrestleMania. Wow. So he is this is this is very interesting. So the Undertaker not at WrestleMania, not an appearance, not a sighting nothing hmm. for the first time in nineteen years. 2000. That
1: just doesn't even seem right. Yeah, so that means the it's Undertaker
0: is is missed. WrestleMania's 1 through 6, that was before he was there. WrestleMania 12. No, no, sorry. WrestleMania 10. Was he at 12? I can't even remember. You know, 60. He's basically been at like 80 something or 70% of WrestleMania's, and there's 35 of them. But yeah, he was not there tonight. Wow. But uh, any other any other parting notes before we end this puppy? No
1: Steph. Oh, yeah, no Stephanie McMahon. No Stephanie McMahon. And that. I- I know, I think she, I'll see her often, and I say, you know, she's a crazy bitch. But, I don't know, I kind of, I like seeing her. And I think I missed her a little bit.
0: Interesting, because I think the thing was, like, Triple H, like, it was just a different type of match where she wasn't really involved, career online, whatever, but.
1: She could have introduced him.
0: She could have, yeah, it was interesting not to see her at all.
1: But then again, Shawn Michaels was a guest commentator. Oh yeah, there was a
0: ton of guest commentators. We had JBL Page, which was cool to see Page. Yeah. JBL Page, Shawn Michaels, uh, uh, was Jerry else? Lawler, Jerry Lawler, Booker and T. And that's the
1: only thing is, at these events, we can't hear what they're saying. Yeah. And that always, you know, I, I wish I could have heard a little bit of that, but
0: yeah, that that is, you know, that's just the way it goes when watching live. But that also does another part of like when you're in a live crowd, and in this crowd, you know, they never really try to take over too much. That was another thing. There was no booing out. There was very quick. I heard a quick CM Punk chant, real little oh, bit did. during the uh, women's tag match, but that got squashed real quick because people like, don't be an asshole. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's really it. WrestleMania. How many stones out of six would you give this? Oh jeez.
1: Oh. Out of six, yeah, that's, that's how it goes. Right, that's how it goes. Okay, yeah. Every time I do this, I pick a number, and then after I, I want to like take it down by a half. Well, <laughs> pick a number. I'd
0: say three. Three, so it's a two point five. You, uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a four point five. Really? It, yeah, because I, I think like the length. I'm I'm trying to actually look at it from like a historical standpoint. Okay. Kofi Kingston moment. That's huge. Like we got women in the main event. A black WWE champion uh a grant a black wwe grant slam champion seth rollins you know brock Lesnar no longer has the belt he was beat clean there was no bs this is the well clean mm. quote unquote he was still getting a little blow but like when raw when roman reigns beat him there was a you know a interference in a sense from braun strowman uh, those are momentous things and things you can go back and like will remember for this you also had you know the john cena coming back and doing something cool like the there's some standout moments here and some good matches, so I'm gonna give it a four point five.
1: So maybe for me, since I said three, maybe I just have to go up a half a point. Well, you can, so you, three, you have your own. three, yeah, maybe it's a three point five for me. So it's, a 3.5 it's a three point five or is it three? Well, it's a 3, but I told you I'm always off by a half. So, so I'm going to 2.5? No, 3.5. Alright.
0: Well, that'll do it for us. Thank you so much for listening. Like, share, subscribe to the podcast. This is definitely not our finest work, but again now it's 3.07 a.m., so it's been a long day. We left to go to WrestleMania 12 hours ago. Now it's time to, have to hit the sheets and, and get some sleep. So, I uh, hope you all enjoyed WrestleMania 35. Uh, we'll come back bigger, badder, and, and more enthusiastic than ever later this week when my man Billy D. will be back with me. But thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for all the support. Every Everything. it has been a wild and fun wrestlemania weekend there's so many more stories to tell maybe we'll get to those coming up uh but just enjoy life enjoy everything outside of wrestling because you just got a hell of a lot of it so go read a book or do something go play outside <laughs> go buy a dog or something but uh thank you so much again for tuning in frank says hi